Hello. Hello. I'm going to whack on these headphones real quick. Oh, it's fine. I see how it is. Like a big just, spaceman helmet. Just, you know, unprofessionalism in the studio. But I mean, hey, what's new? Okay. So hello. Oh, these are very, oh, sorry. Aren't they comfy? They're very different, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, welcome back to Hot Takes on Tunes. I am your host, Robin. And again, with my lovely co-host, Luke. Hi. Hello, Luke. How are you doing, Luke? I'm good. How are okay. you? I'm Okay. Before we get started with today's episode, I would just like to apologize to anyone. Speaking of unprofessionalism. I, I know, I know. Mm. I would like to apologize to anyone who was listening to last week's episode on Spotify. We, I had a, a bit of an editing issue uh, and accidentally um, <laughs> <laughs> messed up uh, a section of the recording um, that edited out a part of Luke speaking. No, it's fine. You, you just hate me. So it's, it's, you know, it's whatever. I understand. Um so uh, yeah. only real ones who listen to us live will know what you said. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret lost to time. Um, so that mistake won't happen again. I apologize. It better not. I, I know. I'm mm. so sorry. No, uh, it's, it's whatever. I see how it is. Kind of funny, but mistakes happen. So. I, I see where we stand now, you know. You just, you just want to silence <laughs> me, you know. Give the people what they want. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we've we've got a good one today, a very interesting one, as opposed to like all of our not interesting. Episodes. No, all of our episodes up to now have been absolutely so boring, incredibly yeah. bad, just awful, <laughs> is what you're saying. Don't so. subscribe and like. Unsubscribe and dislike. Absolutely. <laughs> Make sure to block us on every every social media possible. God, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> if you're listening, we appreciate you. Um, we do. We uh, do. Yeah. Uh, today's episode, uh, we are talking about uh, privilege and censorship in the music industry. Ooh. Ooh. Heavy yeah, topic. It is. Just, yeah, kind of a general kind of content warning. Just little, it is going to be a little bit heavy in, at times. Um, obviously, we're not going to try and like make it incredibly depressing, but like, you know, just kind of be aware yeah. of that. Yeah. We're going to tread lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, do we want to dive right in? guess we should you know that's what we're yeah. here for i mean it's kind of expanding on our our last point that we made last week yeah and kind of like the the last kind of like five minutes we kind of we, we talked about it afterwards and we we're like that's actually a very interesting point it deserves its whole episode it does and yeah. hence why we're here yeah because uh, we did touch on it last week specifically about like just privilege we didn't really get into censorship but we definitely did touch on privilege yeah um which i think like if i'm just gonna jump right in Connecting to last week. Um, oh my god, the crossover episode. I know, yeah, it's a part two. Part two, Electric Boogaloo. Um, I know I mention her in almost like every episode, but like for me, oh god. Taylor Swift. Um, love her to death, but... You um, killed her? <laughs> Robin! <laughs> um, Sorry, you were where, saying... Where was I going with You this? love her to death. Yeah, you, yeah. You killed her. Um, um, but basically, like when you're talking about privilege, she is probably a very good example of someone who comes from money, yeah, and did not have connections, but b- based on like her family's background, was able to like afford to move to Nashville and just like start yeah. making music, yeah, and was very lucky when she was taken on by uh, Big Machine Records, mm. who was just being started up at the time as a like a brand new label. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like when you talk about privilege, a lot of it comes down to uh, all of it. Almost all of it, if not all of it, yeah. comes down to money if you do not have the connections. Because if you have the money, the connections can come very easily. Yeah. So, you know, as much as I love her and her music, you have to acknowledge that, like, she she definitely came from 
money and that was a huge foundation to have yeah which a lot I mean, of artists don't it's half the battle it like is. having having enough money to like to, to do what she did yeah you know and it's kind of it's kind of the same thing where it's like all of these kind of like rappers and like well not necessarily rappers but all of these artists i, I don't know why i said rappers but like all of these artists and stuff kind of like moving to like london new york la to get signed to all these kind of like record deals it's like that's kind of like you don't just do that on a whim you yeah. know like you kind of already have to have a, like a good bit of money saved up to like move to somewhere like new york or la or london mm-hmm. or like all, kind of like all these like hubs of like you know kind of record deals and stuff like that um it also helps if you're like white cis and heterosexual <laughs> yeah basically like anyone that's not marginalized yeah. so white cis het people yeah i mean um, like that's like a huge thing for marketing like taylor swift she was basically designed to be like this like america's sweetheart you know it was very much like the girl next door i feel like when, when she first started you Which know that kind like, of like the it was almost like in a weird way it was like the kind of like like from kind of what I remember and what I saw, it was like the good Christian girl next door mm-hmm. who, you know, was sweet and pure and innocent and all this kind of thing. And it's kind of like, that's that's like a bit weird. Mm. You know, it's kind of like, well, like you don't really know her. Like, yeah. Why do you just kind of like assume she's like, you know, sweet, innocent Christian, you know, that kind of thing. Like, mm. I, I, I don't know enough about her to. While we're talking about OG Taylor Swift, I <laughs> would like to mention that I think it was in her self-titled album that came out in mm-hmm. like 2006. Um, <laughs> she had to change the lyrics of one of her songs, um, Picture to Burn. Mm-hmm. Like the original lyric in the song was like, uh, oh, I think it was like, oh, I'll tell my friends that you're gay or something. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, no, we, we can't put that on the album. You have mm-hmm. to change the lyric. And um she didn't, then changed it to like, I hope you mind you, I don't say, by the way, I hate yeah. your stupid pickup truck. It's a great song. I love yeah. it. But sometimes when I see very early performances of that song, I have to giggle because yeah. I'm like, oh God, that would not fly. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. A little bit of homophobia just sprinkled mm. in there. Um, yeah. You know, you wake up, you have your cereal, you have your coffee, you have a little bit of sprinkle homophobia and mm-hmm. you're right. Goes great with sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's interesting. I guess that like mm-hmm. ties into censorship because they're like, oh, you can't even like, I know it's a very subtle, slightly homophobic joke, but you cannot mention the word gay. We've like marketed you as like the girl next door, yeah. you know, you're sweet. You can't swear. You can't the mention Southern social. Bale. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah. Like you can't mention um, anything that is like socially political mm-hmm. or anything like that. Even like the knowledge of like mentioning someone who's gay in her music was like oh my god no this wee gal knows that gay people exist and she's making <laughs> this like, wee lass yeah she's well, making uh, this joke you know, gay people don't exist so she was mm. just she, she was doing us a favor <laughs> she was protecting us i wonder how easy it is to detect sarcasm like on a radio show because <laughs> i know Actually, you're yeah. sarcastic but like you know does everyone else tim smith down the road is like what Dude, gay people don't aren't real <laughs> oh my goodness um I'm kind of like a little like side note from that. I do kind of, I find it a little bit funny when like heterosexual people are singing a song that's about like, you know, like let's say like a girl wrote a song about a boy and they want to sing this song and then they change the pronouns to like, you know, from like him to her or her to him or kind of all that thing. It's like, well, like you singing a song, like you singing the song doesn't make you gay. Yeah, obviously. So it's not. like, so it's like, why, like, why feel the need? Kind of a great example of this is like Michael Bublé changing it from yeah. Santa Baby to Santa Buddy. <laughs> That's and it's so like, funny. It's like it's it's just kind of like what, like, because it's like 
the whole like the whole original song is kind of like not like sexual but kind of a bit like you know like ooh like you know Scandalous. kind of like yeah and then he's just it kind of like when he sings it it kind of reads it, like i pick up it's kind of more like oh santa buddy like i'm mates with santa and my like, mate santa my busy mate santa like you know <laughs> from down the road you know <laughs> I don't know Actually, why he doesn't use the front door. I see him go down the chimney. I mean, like he's got like a front door and a back door. I assume he has keys to his house. But he's like... actually a vampire. He can't. He can't enter through the front door. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Didn't even think of that. We're yeah. getting off topic. And we're, see, that's how he lives for, like, for so long. Minutes. Oh my god. Um, I had a point I wanted to connect to that. Uh oh. Uh, Santa buddy. Um. Uh, oh yeah, changing pronouns and songs yeah. always like a, a thing that I think I uh, it gives me an ick. It's always because it it's, like, it's like, why? Like, obviously, you're going out of your way to do that. But like a lot of the times, like, you know, artists like write songs to rhyme with pronouns. So if you're changing, like, if you're changing the pronoun from like whatever, it's kind of a bit like, well, then you've kind of just like thrown off the rhythm of the song a little bit. Yeah, it like know? sticks like, out like a sore thumb. It does because it, it's very apparent. Like if it's a well-known song, it's kind of a bit like, oh, OK. Like, yeah. Um, um, I did want to mention like like the flip side of mm. like censorship of like not mentioning like being like gay and stuff, mm. which is obviously like um, for people like now, like mm -hmm. modern releases of music, uh, any mention of like being like queer in any form yeah. uh, is done so by an artist that is like that's their whole thing. That's their image. That's, that's their, their identity. identity. Yeah. I would associate like Hayley Kiyoko with that. Mm -hmm. Um I, I love her music, yeah. you know? Yeah. Grew up with it when I was, like, going through puberty. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. And then realized that, like, oh, they kind of just, like, push her image forward that she's... That's, like, her whole thing is that she's yeah. a gay woman. And yeah. I'm like, there's more to her than that, mm. you know? Not yeah. all, like, straight women who make music. Like, that's not their whole thing. Yeah. They've got a whole other stu stuff going on. Well, it's kind of, like, it's, it's that idea of, like, if you're anything other than cishet or white you're reduced to your label like you're reduced yeah. to you're a black artist you're a gay artist you're a trans artist it's like it's not really i'm an artist who is gay who is black who is trans is it you're this type of artist like if for like if taylor swift isn't branded as a white woman taylor swift is a female singer like she's a you know yeah yeah it's not like you are I, really categorized very easily you're but you're put into very clear boxes when mm. you're a marginalized a person like a person of where am I, how do i phrase this a, a person who is marginalized there we go i was proud yeah. to say a person of marginality and i was like that's not a word i was like i don't speak english i can't speak good <laughs> <laughs> my mama never taught me right <laughs> um oh my god my brain is like flatlining today oh it's fine let's uh, see how it is um yeah, queerness in songs. That's what I was going from. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, Hayley Kiyoko is probably uh -huh. like the most prevalent example I can think of. There are like tons of others yeah. now. But like back in the day, you know, if it wasn't associated with your image, you would not acknowledge the fact that you are attracted to anything other than the opposite sex. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, big no-no. Yeah. Um, which thankfully is not so obvious now, I would say. Definitely yeah. not to the same degree as like 90s and early 2000s music. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Mm. But it's even kind of like, like obviously, I don't, I don't really know the timeline on a lot of these artists. But like, for take Sam Smith for example, I feel like Sam Smith kind of blew up, and then came out as gay, and then came out as non-binary. Yeah. So it's like, they kind of made their, made their mark, while like not saying, "Oh, I'm gay, I'm non-binary," and like all that stuff. So it's kind of like, 
stuff like that happens quite a lot where artists like don't really acknowledge it they get big and then once they know they're kind of like secure in their kind of like income they're like all that stuff they're like okay now i'll say it yeah kind of which like, is a very smart move that a lot it of is no it's, it's absolutely like it absolutely i completely understand it but like come like you know it is kind of also at the same time it's a bit like okay unfortunate like, that it, it, has is, to be that it is very unfortunate um it's interesting that you brought that up because i remember when sam smith came out as um uh, they're non-binary yes they are they go by they them I know they go by them. Just checking like their identity I and stuff. I believe their number. I'm not a hundred percent. Some on people that. Label, if, label it differently, like gender queer, whatever. I myself, if we are mistaken, please let us know, know. Yeah, use a different label, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, when mm-hmm. Sam Smith came out, I remember hearing it nonstop on the radio, and yeah. I would, <sighs> yeah, because it was basically it wasn't like people talking about their music. Yeah, it was now just a new fascination with like being anything other than a man or a woman yeah you know yeah and that was just so perplexing to people yeah and i'm like sam smith makes great music yeah sam smith is popular because you know they're a good artist they yeah. can sing well they yeah. can sing good they can yeah um so i found it very irritating to listen yeah. to and be like okay but are you going to play their music or are you just going to sit there and be transphobic because you can't grasp the concept of they them pronouns <laughs> yeah like you know yeah very disheartening to listen to. Yeah. But that was a lot of the discourse at the time. Yeah. Which unfortunately still happens because that wasn't that long ago. No. And it's kind of the same thing now with uh, Demi Lovato. Yeah. Like, oh Demi my Lovato God. Demi Lovato goes by they, them. And, yeah. Like something kind of like funny is like when people refer to Demi Lovato as Demi Lovato. Oh no. Like obviously <laughs> it's, n- it's not it's not great, but it is kind of like it's one of those things. That it's like like... I would see that as harmless, but, like, obviously, if Demi Lovato has an issue with that, then, like, obviously, like, you know, that's, they're mm. completely entitled to that opinion. But I just kind of think, like, you know, play on words. It's a pun. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's kind of the same thing where it's, like, obviously, Demi Lovato has had, you know, like, you know, Demi Lovato was on Disney Channel. They had their own music career. They had a lot of issues growing up. And, like, now it's kind of, like, okay, well, like, let's ignore the fact that Demi Lovato was a person, let's just focus on the fact that they use they, them pronouns. It's kind yeah, of like, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, whatever your stance on Demi Lovato is, or, or like, any artist, it's kind of a bit like, eh, mm. just, it's, it's whatever. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't really affect their yeah. singing. It doesn't. It's, uh, or their playing or whatever. It's a good thing and a bad thing, mm. I think. Bad thing, obviously, because there's this new hyperfix, hyperfixation mm. on, like, pronouns and identity rather than mm-hmm. just, you know, looking at an artist for who they are and what yeah. they make, you know, and how they affect other people. Um, whereas the good side of it, I would say, is like when an artist decides to come out as mm. trans or gay, you mm-hmm. know, um, there are probably kids out there listening who are struggling yeah. with their identity and then see that and be like, oh my God, this this is why I relate to their music so much and yeah. this is why I have a connection and it's so nice to see people just like me who are like, you know, making it big, yeah. you know, which yeah. is a very like wholesome side to it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, there was another point that I wanted to come back to that um, I, ha- I have my notes here, consulting my notes Your again. Notes. Oh I God. love structuring notes. It's so much fun. Um, <laughs> I just, I just go in and just, just see what happens. Just raw dog yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I we're say gonna, that? We're going to get kicked off the air. Can I say that? I already said it. Uh, too late. Oh. Well, sorry, Bethel FM. Okay, um, uh, we're getting we'll, back on topic. I swear. We'll, we'll go. We'll let ourselves out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave radio silence on for this. <laughs> I won't even play anything. We just sit no, here just just play. radio silence. You think about what you've done. Oh, I just like sit in silence for like another forty minutes. Reflection. Um, 
Anywho. Anywho. Um, yeah, I guess I just wanted to relay the point mm. of like the strictness of the music industry itself yeah. when it comes to censorships. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm of the opinion that the music industry is so much more strict on censorship than any other type of type of creative career. Yeah. Like when it comes to poets or writers and stuff or even like actors like in like theater actors is an iffy one for me i guess you hear less about it mm, i feel like kind of not to cut you off but to cut you off um (laughs) i feel like kind of theater actors can be much more open than film actors i feel like it's an unspoken rule that most people who do theater are some shape and form of queer i yeah i think <laughs> I it's can say I, think, that I don't even think I it's like theater. unspoken it's fine did you, do, did you study theater like, did you, you study drama uh, oh, i God. do in fact yes you wouldn't know it um, <laughs> <laughs> um but I, yeah i feel like it's not even like an unspoken thing i think i think it's just a well-known thing that like yeah like theater actors and like theater in general is a very kind of like queer environment mm. and like like film actors and like screen actors kind of like you kind of don't really hear a lot about it and Mm. it's kind of a lot of the time it is kept like under wraps like it's like a a kind of like a hollywood hollywood seeker using air quotes there obviously we should get a video a video yeah could like imagine like us having a video for this this pod that'd be great like like the joe rogan podcast style (laughs) we'll get like multiple (laughs) (laughs) don't ever mention him again gagging on air um i take his mic away anyway um uh, yeah so i in my opinion uh, this is just an assumption i would make um that the the censorship in the music industry is so much more so yeah because of music being mm. such a globally enjoyed thing and obviously yeah. like theater is like a widely ex- respected yeah. uh, profession and like uh, and even like, hobby for some people yeah um but because music is something that everyone has in their lives every single day, like yeah. I love theater, I love going to see shows. But like you're but not I don't seeing a in- show every day. I, I don't interact with it on a daily basis yeah. as much as I do with music, which I think the majority of people do. Well, yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing about like on-screen actors as well, not like yeah. films, TV shows, all that stuff. Like you might not necessarily look at a film every day, but like I, w- I would genuinely be very surprised if someone turned around and said i like i haven't heard any music today mm-hmm. like if you step like you know if you turn on a radio step outside your house go into a shop like go any pretty much anywhere yeah you'll hear some sort of music mm-hmm. so it, it is kind of like this like it, like i i can't like i can't imagine someone not interacting with music yeah because how like intertwined in music life. is in most people's yeah. lives that could be a reason mm, for like yeah. such a strict form of censorship because yeah. obviously like labels and like marketing teams <laughs> want to make sure that they're representing themselves in the way that they see quote unquote ideal. Yeah. You know, so but that also, has to be very careful. Like, I don't know if this is me just being like ignorant to like the music industry or whatever. I don't think I could name more than like three or four record labels. And to be honest, I don't know who anybody is signed to. Fair. Like, I don't know if that that just makes me, like, look stupid, which, I mean, hey. I think that could be a lot to do with the fact of our own personal opinions of the music industry itself. I mean, perhaps, but, like, like, I would genuinely struggle to name more than three or four record labels. And, again, like, I don't know what record label, like, Billie Eilish is signed to. I don't know what record label Adele is signed to. I don't know what record label Beyonce is signed to. Rihanna... Like, you tell me at this stage, like... See, like, the thing is, like, uh, it's... Record labels, it's uh, kind of like a monopoly. So mm. you have, like, maybe three or four like big, big main ones, yeah. global records yeah. that basically just swallow up yeah. indie labels, pretty much. Yeah. Like, indie labels will usually, like, 
be around for like a short amount of time you know yeah you got your or then they'll be like adopted like parent company type thing they, they will be bought out yeah. essentially at the end yeah. of the day most indie companies don't survive more than a couple of years yeah which is i mean like that's a whole other issue yeah it's basically a big game of monopoly yeah. Uh, so you have like your main big ones that would own like the majority. And the Monopoly man is running all of this. Uh, yes, he yeah. is. He is in fact running um, everything. <laughs> There's a Monopoly on everything and the Monopoly man is behind it. <laughs> His name is Mr. Monopoly. Monopoly Ma- Mr. Monopoly, public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's that mustache. He looks too suspicious. Does he have a monocle? I feel like this is a whole Mandela effect thing. To, like, does I he remember have a having a monocle. I remember having a monocle as well, but I don't think he does. Are you going to Google it? I think I might. I'm, I might. I might. I might Google. It wouldn't be an episode of Hot Takes on Tunes if we didn't get off topic three times. In Three's been generous. In like... five minutes. Oh. Um. Oh, the first the first one that came up was the the he doesn't have a, a monocle. <gasps> Mandela effect. Oh my god. Oh my no. god. Wait, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Never mind. Oh, okay. This is absolutely heartbreaking. Um. So moving on from Mr. Monopoly Man. Um, this is absolutely nothing to do with Monopoly. Uh, just uh, another example. <laughs> no, this is our Monopoly episode. <laughs> uh, it's just another example of um, an artist that I was um, recommended to mention. Uh, Orville Peck. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to... Does he use he, him pronouns? Um, let me check. Before I continue on that point. <laughs> we respectful here. We bully each other, but we're respectful to other people. Um, hold on. Uh... That's fine. Take your time. It's okay. If I had known that you were going to bring Orville Peck up, I would have looked Orville Peck up before. I probably should have done that as well. I only have a very small point that... Um, no, it's, it's... I see how it is. That someone mentioned that I bring He up. uses he, him. Okay. So, yeah. Orville Peck. Uh, I wouldn't listen to a lot of his stuff. I would listen to, like, the couple, a couple of few songs. Mm-hmm. I love him. I think he sounds I think he's delightful. He's absolutely wonderful. Um, But I was made aware that he does wear a mask like is that always or just when he's performing i think it's always because if you see if you look at his instagram i don't know if you follow him on instagram um i absolutely do because i think orville peck is wonderful um all of his instagram posts he's wearing a mask um so basically his face is always concealed so no one actually knows what he really looks like see it's kind of it's one of these things that like nobody knows what he looks like but he does wear like something like this i don't know if you can see Uh, where it's kind of like you can kind of see, like, I'm... Like, his face is always half covered. Yeah, so, you, like, you know, you could, like, see someone and maybe think, oh, that might be him, but I don't really know for sure. Mm-hmm. Because, like, without fail, he'll always wear kind of, like, a black, I think it's, like, leather, pleather, like, latex-type type mask, like, from, I'd say, about, like, the nose up. Mm-hmm. So the only thing visible are his eyes, whereas from the nose down... He kind of wears like a fringe, um, some sort of like it's it's usually like a fringe of some sort. But like even on like his cover of Gay Times, like they were pulling his fringe back, like oh, the, the fringe of the mask back. So you can kind what of see a beautiful photo, by the way. I know you I'm, guys can't see it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, very attractive man. Um, you should just look at Orville Peck's Instagram, honestly. But even like he posted this picture of him as a child. He's wearing a mask. Oh, I see. So I see. Now, it, this isn't like a new thing for him. But anyway, sorry, you were saying. Am I right in saying that he does that for safety purposes? Um, like in having like, like preserving his like actual identity and stuff. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like it was the same thing as Sia. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like there has to be like this disconnect between like the actual real person and then their persona. The, like, yeah, the artist. Um, yeah. 
the so he was saying in an interview the reason the only reason I don't talk about it in depth is not because I want to dodge any questions but because but because I want people to have their own take on it I don't want to lay it out and pin it down I just don't think that it's important interesting so kind of like the same thing as Sia then again where you can kind of almost picture anyone under that mask mm-hmm. like you don't like you know the same thing with Sia's hair you don't really know who's under that mask and like obviously now Sia's kind of like stepped away from that a little bit where like she won't really wear the bob anymore like she like you can kind of like there's photos of Sia's face online mm-hmm. um but like it is kind of like that that kind of thing where it's like you can almost picture anyone under that mask I, I'm so sorry. I've just received a text saying That's that fine. he has released a new album today. Thank you, Lennon. I, Thank I you. think you're listening. Oh <laughs> so, God. hello. Thank hello, you so Lennon. much. Um, uh, sent me a very funny picture as well. I'm so sorry I can't show pictures on the show. Oh, my God. Sorry. Um, that it was far too vulgar to mention anyway. But um, yeah, I'll just I'll just read it. Me and Lennon's text live on air. <laughs> <It's> oh. <fine. laughs> Expose him, Mom. <laughs> um, oh, they distracted me. Anywho... Um, so, yeah, um, I think, I mean, like, you could interpret that as, like, Orville Peck wearing a mask for, like, safety reasons. I mean, like, I'd, I presume he's playing in a lot of places that aren't exactly fond of queer yeah, people. Because... Yeah, especially because, like, uh, it's, you know, queer identity mm-hmm. and country music. Yeah, two I mean, things... I, I guess we should have mentioned that Orville Peck is a, is yeah, a queer yeah. country artist. Yeah, two... Would have been nice to mention at the start, but... Um... Yeah, uh, basically two things that you mm-hmm. wouldn't normally marry together. No. There is a certain type of person who I think most people would expect to listen to country music. Mm-hmm. Um, Orville Peck being gay, obviously that could potentially open him up to a lot of hate from a certain group yeah. of people. Yeah. Not to make a generalization, but, you know, no, but it I is think, the way it is. I think you're fair in making that generalization because, I mean, in my mind, when I hear country music fan my first instinct is to go okay someone from the southern states of america usually christian usually devout christian mm-hmm. someone that will read the bible and interpret it word for word mm-hmm. um usually not exactly the most receptive of all mm-hmm. peoples so I guess you could say that that is a form of like um, someone taking control of their own censorship. Yeah. It is not a label pushing censorship onto someone's expression or their music. It is rather more for a, I, I guess you can interpret this. This is just one example. There, mm-hmm. are, there are many as like a, doing it as a form of safety mm-hmm. so that people can have like their own real lives yeah. and also be an entertainer. Yeah. You know? Which is important to mention, I think. Yeah, well, I suppose it was the same thing with Sia as well, where like she mm-hmm. kind of had that where she was like, I think she mentioned on like Jimmy Kimmel or one of those like American talk shows where it was like she like she loves doing this and like she loves performing. Like obviously, you know, there's a lot of issues with Sia that we, we might get into, we might not. Um, but like she loves performing and stuff, but she doesn't want to be like at the dentist and have to go through like, oh my god, you're Sia! Like, oh my god, like, will you sign this? Like, will you take a photo with me? Mm-hmm. But like, you know, she obviously like needs to like go grocery shopping, needs to go to the dentist, needs to get her hair cut, you know. So it kind of is that separation of like the art from the artist, where it's yeah. like they're the same person, but also at the same time two different people. Mm. If that makes sense, it's being able to have the freedom to control that. It's almost like a character. Like you, it's like kind of like the same thing with drag queens, where like yeah, you know, they're like when they're in drag, they're they're this person, but when they're out of drag, they're like they're not like that. That's that's like, that's a person that they become. That's a character that they become. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, like, just 
after mentioning that little Orville Peck example, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to play some music. Would you like to play some music, Luke? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Thank you so much for reluctantly agreeing to do the one thing we do every no, single it's week. Fine. <laughs> I mean, like if we have to, you know, like. <sighs> All right. So uh, here we go. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Goodbye. They say Paris is dead Lived through London, drank through Memphis The things you live by were once just a guess And there ain't no glory in the West No, there ain't no glory Hard to think on your feet Tired of begging them just to compete Shoot to win can feel so bittersweet But you take what you can get Cause there ain't no glory Blazing on ahead, burning through it, coming down the bend. Nowhere left to go, going's all we know. Riding past the best, and there's still no rest, and there's still. it off his chest Cause there ain't no glory in the West Burning on the head Blazing through it Running blind again Nowhere left to go Going's all we know Riding past the best And there's still no rest And there's still no rest And there's still no rest There ain't no glory in the West Blessings, they'll say And after each midnight Begins a new day 
But don't place your bets on a word that they say They'll put your life to rest Cause there ain't no glory in the West No, there ain't no glory in the West There ain't no glory in the just listening to No Glory in the West by Orville Peck and Jackson, uh, Trixie Mattel and Orville Peck. Yeah. We got some good tunes. We always have good tunes, but like, I, was, do? I was bopping along. Well, that's debatable. It was great. Love that. Um, yeah. 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 Got anything you want to add, Luke? <laughs> I don't know. Why? What were you thinking? Uh, literally nothing. My brain is a void. <laughs> An empty black void. <laughs> Would you have any more any more points in your your silly little notepad? Let me consult my silly little notepad. Um, if my phone will work, this is very embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. Oh 
Oh yeah, another example I wanted to use. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Nas X. Ah uh, yes, 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 yes. Your man, you know. Uh, your man from down the road. Your man right, from right, right, down right. the road, Lil Nas X. Uh-huh. Um, wh- when did Lil Nas X come out? 2019. Yeah, and he came out as gay, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I also remember hearing, I, th- I probably should have married this point when I was talking about, or when we were talking about Sam Smith, mm-hmm. because I also heard quite a lot about it, and it not being so much about the music and more so about being queerness and identity and yeah. stuff like that and I'm like yeah we need to talk about this but also don't make it become their whole identity now early June of 2019 thank you no problem early June 2019 you know Lil Nas X comes out yeah. I think this was around the time Old, Ty- Old Town Road came out yeah yeah. this is like when he was like first kind of blowing up yeah. in the music industry yeah Um. but you were saying his people kind of just focused on the fact that he was a, a gay artist rather than yeah like making nice music around this time like this song was doing super well yeah super 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 well uh became very popular very Mm. quick very easily recognizable song yeah and i have like this memory of like every time like the song would come on the radio or like i'm listening to music with friends and it would come on in a playlist and they're like oh my god you hear he came out as gay and i'm like yes but like also who cares you know yeah i mean to some people coming out um, being able to do that is a huge thing. And obviously, yeah. that's a very personal thing, you yeah. know. Um, everyone has their own experiences mm-hmm. with coming out. But again, I would just like to relay that it is not what makes that person yeah. who they are. It's not know? a defining. Yeah, it shouldn't be a defining characteristic. Of it that it shouldn't be, and it shouldn't take away or yeah. give something to someone's music based yeah. on the fact of their sexual identity. Like yeah. that, that doesn't do anything. Yeah, you know. Yeah. If anything, it only contextualizes maybe like some experiences that they might choose to write about. Because yeah. not everyone writes about love songs, you know? They just no. happen to be gay and they're also a musician and it's not really anything to do with the music that they that they make. Yeah. Um, but I do remember, I can't remember what it was, like why this person brought it up. But I remember someone saying to Lil Nas X that if he was going to be this popular, uh, like this popular of a figure or whatever, that he should be educating kids on the HIV crisis of the 1980s and be educating kids on like HIV and AIDS and stuff. And it's like, simply because he's gay, simply, simply because he's gay. Yeah. And it's like, that's not his job. No, like, like he should not like, just because he's queer, like, you know, he should not be having to sit down and educate kids on this topic. Yeah. He's not a teacher. A, they should be educated on it full stop. Mm -hmm. Like, does like, you know, that's already an issue in itself. But like, why does that responsibility fall to him? Mm -hmm. Is it, and, you know, obviously this person's, I think, like, I can't remember who it was, but the, like, basically it was like, oh, well, he's gay. So he has to teach kids about it, like about, about this crisis. And it's like, why? Yeah. Like simply because he's gay. Mm. That's like, you know, that like, obviously everyone had an issue with that. And we're like, what the fuck? Um, But like, you know, shit like that where it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. I think that's like when, okay, so you look at censorship Mm. and then outside of it, people choose to come out. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it becomes something that they need to educate people on. Like it not only becomes something that you label them on now, like that's their identity, that's their music. Yeah. Before you couldn't mention it at all in Mm -hmm. a song and now it's everything about who they are, you know. Well, it was kind of similar with... um, in the summer of 2020 when black lives matter 
reached yeah. its kind of peak. Yeah. A lot of people kind of just turned to artists of color and not necessarily artists of color, just people of color and just kind of expected them to educate like white people and like like non-black people mm. about all of these issues that black people face. And it's like, that's not their job. It, like it's you not. should be able to research this yourself. You don't like you, you like you shouldn't be turning to like to black people and being like, hey, to do teach the work me. for you. No, like that. Like just, what? Yeah. You know, so it's it's kind of some something similar like this, like that, where it's like just because this artist is gay, black, trans, bisexual, uh, like Latino, Latinx, whatever, like you can't expect them to be an educator like all of this stuff like just because they are mm-hmm. that person like mm-hmm. you know like i wouldn't i wouldn't be getting up on stage and being like hey so i have non-allergetic rhinitis let me be an educator for this like you know like that's it's just kind of weird like you know yeah like obviously that's nothing like being like you know any sort of marginalized person but like at the same time it's like what are you doing yeah like, like wh- why why a lot of that can be linked to like um, a lack of education or complete miscommunication. Yeah, no, over I mean the like years. So like, you're not taught about it in schools. Mm. You're not hearing it in music that you listen yeah. to every day. Yeah. And now, it's thank God slowly becoming mm. more and more just normal. Yeah. For everyone to be different, and yeah. we're like, yes, these are we are all human beings, and some of us we identify are. differently, and we like express love differently, yeah. and you know. We have have different cultures, yeah. And people are like, "Oh, because we're okay to talk about this." You, it's now your job to explain this to me, yeah, like, which is it? not like we're all grown. We all have the capability to learn for ourselves. At your grown age, at, you're asking at our grown this, age, you know, you know, and like obviously, you know, you can kind of sit here and say like, "Oh, well, like you can kind of see where they're coming from in the sense that like maybe they don't have someone in their life that is, you know, that is gay, that is black, that is trans or whatever, and they see this person and they think, oh, well, like, you know, maybe this person can educate me, but at the same time, it's like, if you have an internet connection. Yeah, like, you a, can, you can a great d- tool you can. is Google. Use it. <laughs> Quite <laughs> literally, you know? It is not, you know... Common sense ain't that common, bestie. Like, it, it, yeah, it really isn't, like, unfortunately. <laughs> in this big day and age, common sense ain't so common anymore. <laughs> or even if it ever was. Oh, my God. That's debatable. Um... But yeah, you know, like it's very unfair to mm-hmm. like turn to someone who um, just because they might be black or just because they might be gay mm-hmm. or just because they might be trans, they somehow know everything that there about is to everything. know about that. It's like, yeah, like, that'd be know. like if someone turned to me and was like, oh, you know, glass, you, you wear glasses. So, you know, everything about like not having 2020 vision. I'm like, <laughs> what? No, my my optician just handed me a big pair of chunky lenses and I say, OK. <laughs> That, that that's it if you want to learn about you know any anything yeah why not have the initiative to just do that on your own volition yeah you no, know read yeah. a book read a goddamn book <laughs> <laughs> the james joyce library is right there it, like, it, it really is it's a two-minute walk basically yeah. like yeah um um so yeah it, it it's like there's a very blurred line for expectations and on musicians yeah where they no longer are just artists yeah. who are just people expressing mm-hmm. life experiences or telling stories mm-hmm. to becoming expected teachers yeah. and educators yeah. of things that just they did not sign up for. No, yeah. Which is, I, I think, um, a lot of people who choose not to come out mm. or choose not to talk about certain issues yeah, do so for that reason. Yeah. Because they don't want to have that expectation placed on them mm. because, you know, they're just 
living their life. Yeah. You know, not their job. Yeah. Not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> I love that saying so much. <laughs> Lennon keeps saying that. It's all the even time. like um, with Cardi B. Yeah. When she released WAP mm-hmm. with Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, absolute bop and a half. Banger. But um, I don't know if you ever saw the video of her. She was playing WAP and she was dancing along to it. And her child comes into the. She was in her kitchen and her child comes into the kitchen and she immediately turns off. And it's like people then took issue with this because it's like, you know, obviously it's it, it's not exactly the most kind of like family friendly song. But it's like if you have an issue with this, just don't let your kids hear it. Don't just play, maybe like, don't play the explicit just, version if you want to listen to the song. Or I just guess. maybe don't play the song full stop. It's not like Cardi B's problem to raise your children. Yeah, you know? that's on you. And like. You know, people are saying like, oh, well, she doesn't even like play it around her own child. And it's like, yeah, because her child's two. Yeah. Like she has a Doi. baby. And it's like, like, why would she do that? You know, like she she can realize that, you know, maybe don't play the song around your kids. So why are you then taking an issue with this? Why does she then have to change her music to suit your needs? Yeah. Like, if you don't want to hear it, don't play it. Does Simple she as. also have to be telling you how to raise your children? Yeah, well, Cardi B famously has put out several parenting books over the years. So, you know, like she is, <laughs> you know. She runs the preschool down Joe the Frost, who? I don't know, Super Nanny. It's it's Cardi B or nothing. <laughs> I'm no, just imagining like, her in the Super Nanny <laughs> get up now. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, it's like, why do you expect Cardi B to parent your child when that is quite literally the job you signed up for when you had a baby. Yeah. That is the one thing that you're expected to do is parent your child and you're giving out to someone for putting out explicit music that they might hear Hmm. because you're not paying attention to what's on the radio. It's like, or like you're not paying attention to what's being played. It's like, that's a you issue. It is. You can't take issue with someone for releasing music that you might not like, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you can sit here until until the cows come home and complain about it, but if you don't want to listen to it, Quite simply, don't listen to it. Quite simply put, just couldn't have said it better myself. Like you know, it it like it gets it gets to me very easily because it's like you know you have all of these like these people who are not exactly the most open minded that are like that take great issue with this and it's like well why at the yeah. end of the day why mm. you know that and is it, the the leap when it comes to censorship it goes from it's, um, it's expressing v- very little about yourself mm. or any part of your identity yeah. to being expected to only talk about that yeah. once you yeah. cross that border and uh, it's a slippery slope yeah and uh, not trying to say that i like i don't know sympathize with every single person who releases music and be like oh it's like so hard because i can't talk about like how i'm a crazy cat lady or something i don't know it's so hard being you know internationally yeah. known and being a millionaire yeah. and like not having to work like a first minimum world wage problems, job you know? for the rest of my like for the rest of my life it's like quite literally as taylor so said champagne problems quite literally like like it's it's very much like first world issues but what i'm empathizing with here is because it is from groups of marginalized people no yeah i mean like had enough of shit to deal with in their own personal lives that when they try to express it in an artistic form they're still pushed on it yeah you know like yeah i think i my phrase i would like to use to write this up would just be live your life (laughs) live your life bing bong bing bong live your life hey Um, yo take me out to dinner (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh, if you have any final points i think we should uh wrap this up pretty soon um yeah i don't know i mean like we kind of like obviously we kind of focused on queer artists and stuff and not really a that, lot that's of just like, like our own yeah our own we didn't we didn't really focus on a lot of like 
you know, um, non-white artists purely just because, believe it or not, we are as white as can be. If you could not um, tell by our voices, we are two whiteies. Two, two practically translucent people. Yeah, um, we glisten in the sun. And it's not like we don't want to. It's just I feel I can kind of speak for both of us here. We don't really want to speak on behalf of no. these people. No, we can kind of we can talk about queer identity and stuff because believe it or not. And that's where our privilege comes into it. Exactly. I mean, you know, we can kind of, we have that privilege to talk about it, but like, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to step on toes and we don't want to talk over people and we don't want to talk on behalf of people who can very much talk for themselves, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not that we don't want to, it's just we don't want to infringe on other people. Yeah, I mean, like, we obviously wouldn't be able to say or give justice to experiences of people of color who are musicians no, because we, we are not like we are we can appreciate not, the music not. and oh, recognize um, our absolutely. privilege but we cannot speak on those experiences because no. we have not lived them ourselves no. but we can say living as not cis straight people you know what colorful people here uh, in that regard the rainbow alphabet people, mafia yeah <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah um that that's where our experiences come from. Yeah. And that's our relatability ties mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, people who you've heard us play on the show before, you know? Yeah. You have to remember that this is um, opinion-based. It these is, are our believe it or life not. Experiences. These are our hot takes. But I would absolutely love to include some music on our recommended Spotify playlist that we did not have the time to play today. Or just in general. I feel like we, we, we do only have a certain amount of time to play you know, a couple of songs and there is a, there's a lot of good music out there. There is. You know, we got so a lot we, to share. we might we might whack up some stuff over mm. over the course of a, f- a couple of days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, I think that's us. Are we all good? I don't know. All are right. We? OK, well, I'm saying we are. So oh. let's get out of here. Uh, scram, loser. <laughs> scram. Give me your lunch money. Um. I would just like to thank anyone who is listening. We have so much fun here. We do. We do have a lot of we, fun. We have a lot of fun. Live and in stereo. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope it didn't get too heavy at times. You know, we'll no, be back we, to our silly goofiness. We promise to make a little bit silly and goofy next week. Yeah, we got to balance the two though. Yeah. You know, we got to be able to I say important like, things and also be silly. Yeah, I feel like this semester we kind of do have not like a, a rake of heavy topics but we do kind of have some more serious ones stuff that needs to be said i think yeah yeah stuff that needs to be said but also stuff that at your grown age you should already know yeah yeah so yeah anyway here we are thanks belfield fm thank you belfield fm we love you thanks mom and dad <laughs> um the clung on clung never mind i was gonna <laughs> no <laughs> anyway wrap it up goodbye <laughs> uh, thank you so much we'll see you guys next week Bye. bye